0: What's up, ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It is Thursday. It's noon central time, and we're live. That means it's time for Dispatching Live. We're going to look at the load boards. we got load board news. We're going to look at the mobile apps. We're going to look at the routes. We're going to talk about brokers, dispatchers, carriers, whatever it is that you want to talk about. We may search for loads. We may just talk. We may have a special guest. We never know exactly. It's 90 minutes of... Well, it's the most real you can get without actually having you sit next to us while we book a dispatch, which actually somebody said, can you dispatch live? And can we, you know, can you add live dispatching to dispatching live? Well, for privacy concerns, what we'll do is send us your dispatch sheets or whatever maybe that just happened. We'll redact it and then we can talk about it. But obviously we can't put a company's information live on the screen while we dispatch, so We'll get, we'll come as close as we can. Do me a favor, jump in the live chat, say hello. Thank you so much. We'll be going through the live chat, saying hello as we uh, as the program progresses here on ATI Auto Business. Please do leave a like. You can click share, click copy, grab that YouTube link, send it to a friend. And if you're just not sure what's happening, you know maybe maybe it's been a year since you since you never addressed that. Where'd you get that idea? Uh now talk to Ty. 417-483-2764. And you might say, Where did where did I get the idea that I had? Uh let's 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 talk again before I go too far, before I buy the wrong trailer, this and that. Right? We got a lot of programs to back up what we're talking about. Tuesdays, Fridays. Yesterday we had live care advice. Alright, let's do this. Where's my co-host? She's your favorite and mine. She's here. Look at this. Here's a picture.
1: Hey! Hey! Now you can't see me, huh? What's going on? <laughs> Not much. Just pulling my hair out. What's wow. left?
0: <laughs> this is exciting.
1: Yeah, I know. You got a picture. I finally figured uh, out how to at least put a picture on. Oh my wow.
0: god. Wow. <laughs> that only took two years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even sure if it was gonna work, and all of a sudden it came up and you're like, there it is. Wow.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> all right, well, cool. That's awesome. So, all right, well then uh, you know, coming off of last show, you know what I did is uh Oh, and you can sh- take the screen over when you're ready. Um, okay. Is on the last show, you know, last show was kind of weird. We were coming off of the, uh, we hit a broker twice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know, obviously we don't want to spend every show hitting the same broker. Um, or business, or whatever it is. So I realized, you know what we did last show? Is we kind of took a look at Load Board News. So yeah. we're going to continue kind of the Load Board News type, uh, let's see, which which picture do I want here?
1: Hey, Danny. Uh, Danny's on here, too. Uh,
0: let's do this. Hide, there we go. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do some more load board newsy stuff, because uh, it's good to look at the load boards, what's happening, the comparisons, the features, the volume. So let's go, yeah, you're right. What do we got here? We've got, uh, at the top of the chat, oh, Ty's in here. What's up, Ty? Oh, Ty's in love with you. <laughs> Thanks, Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vince is here. What's up, dog? We got Murphy Auto Transport Services. Sue is in the live chat as well. Fritz Duvall says, Hey, what's going on? What's up, Fritz? Thanks for tuning in, saying hello. And Vance, of course. Hey, what's going on? Douglas is here. Oh, yeah, you know, um, I did get a couple emails. I don't think I got through all my emails. And so I whiffed that. Yeah. Okay, well, so Douglas, something to share for the show. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, let's see here. Douglas, yeah, sorry, Douglas. I will try to pull that up as well. Something to share on the show. Okay. I, and I do, I, you know, what happens is there's so much pre-show and post-show and all this stuff. I just need a blender and I'll just blend it all. That's actually Dispatching Live. Dispatching Live is it is an auto transport blender. Ants is here Artie, what's going on? Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Chris Chamberlain is here. He loves this. He comes here to decompress. <laughs> That's why. <a> lie. <laughs> I, I tend to get a little wound up. I'm not always I'm not always proud of you know, 90 minutes is a long time. And so I'm not always extremely proud of my take, but I mean, this is... I don't know. This is as real as it gets, isn't it? I mean...
1: Yes, pretty much. I think it's as real as it gets. I
0: think this is as real as it gets. Yeah. I like... Yeah. And I, I, I look at other stuff to see... There's definitely other types of reality. But as far as load board reality, this is as real as it gets. I'm pretty sure. Danny B, what's going on? And if I go overboard or underboard, let me know. I'm trying to stay on the board, riding the wave. That's where I want to be. <laughs> Elena is here. What's up, Elena?
1: Hey, Elena.
0: Thanks for tuning in saying hello. We love you guys. You know, really, it means a lot. Um, I read the name. I click the bell. But it means a lot. It really does. Because if we, if we had to do this show by ourselves week after week, Sue, would we keep doing it? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We wouldn't. We gotta Wait.
1: have everybody here. That makes and, the whole party go away,
0: right there. And I tell you, seriously, even at this point, I can't. I still can't believe it's not a hundred people watching. That's, I think that's bananas. Do you? Well, you me? always
1: say there's more people watching than we actually know, right?
0: There, is, well, there is, but I don't know if it's a hundred. Well, like yeah. I, you know, I will watch these like. <laughs> Two boys, and you know, they watch these crazy live streams where they're going to announce a new stuffed animal. There's like 10,000 people watching, right? I don't think, I think it's 10,000,
1: though. <laughs> well, 50? I mean, but the, hey, I, I don't I can know, cheat but, the start. <laughs> but I mean,
0: Central Dispatch has how many carriers? Well, 15,000, yeah. That's what and, you always say, right? 15. Okay, that's just a carrier. You had brokers, dispatch agents, and everybody else. What are we at, 25,000 people?
1: I would think, yeah. I would we
0: can't get 100? Say. What's up with... I mean, that is... <laughs> I know. Ty's like, don't talk about this stuff. But it's 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 important. This industry... I, I'll tell you what. And I did this yesterday with, with Brian Riker. We were talking about... Like IATA and AHA uh-huh and associations. Nobody wants to say these things out loud. Okay? Like, oh my gosh, you can't name that association. Well, they have the same problems. Is that everybody's looking at each other thinking, why are we still doing the same thing year after year? Why, why do we... Why do we show up for the duck hunt year after year with the same three vendors? Why? Dealers don't. Let me tell you. You go to. We went to NADA last month. Todd just shared. There's a brand new conference. Uh, just, just. I never even heard of it. Just announced. All the other verticals in automotive are sprinting into the future. And what are we doing? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I see a bird. Let's shoot it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about business later. Let's shoot that bird, get on Facebook. I know, right? I'm not supposed to say these things, right? Jay, how dare you say these things? But everybody knows it's true. We are in one crazy industry. Let's look at the load board. How are we doing? How's the load board doing?
1: Uh, The load board, as everybody knows, sucks. It's been horrible. Um. I don't know about anybody else. Yes, there, there's 37,000 loads on the board. By the way, it went down about, what, 5,000? I think we were at 41,889 last, last week. All right. So not quite five, but close to that. And it hasn't made it any better. or I actually think it's worse. Um, I don't know about anybody else. I'm sure Lena and Vance are going to back me up on that because they're two of my dispatchers, too. And we all have been struggling and... Crying, and we have no hair left um what more you want me to tell you <laughs> so
0: oh really you're having a hard time oh
1: my good god for the last two weeks it has been horrible and you know we're almost at the middle of february and nothing has come back yet like we should have already be like moving forward with better rates more loads that kind of thing especially after having two weeks of snow and ice i thought it was going to get better too and it really hasn't yet um And it's not just the the load rates are low because they are right. But they're also
0: rates just like
1: you can't get a full load to go anywhere or do anything. I mean, we just managed to get that. That's the thing. This is what kills me. You know, usually we book people out the day ahead so that we're already done or we may have just one hanging over to find that last car. You know what I mean? We are actually literally finding the cars almost an hour before they're getting there. It's that bad because the loads are just not there. Um, or we're taking only two just to get out of the one place we're in to get to another place that hopefully has better loads, um, like Memphis. Usually Memphis isn't that bad, but it's bad. And like there, we sat there all day long. Thought we had a load that fell through on us. Of course, that's another thing we're having happen is a lot of loads are falling through or getting picked up right before we get there. It's happened twice with a new over the last two weeks. They they're double booking the same load to. you know, two transporters, Vance had it happen to him this week. He had just verified them um, and they showed up to pick them up and they'd just been picked up an hour prior to that. And Anu had double booked them. Um, Jen had the same thing happen last week. And I don't know. I mean, we all knew that Anu was having problems with staff. I I mean, we talked about this uh, a couple months ago that you can't get through to them. Right. So I think they've got new staff and then people are screwing up stuff. So watch it. If you get a load for Anu, I don't know if it's going to do any good to verify it right before they get there because that happened to Vance and it was only an hour difference. So just cross your fingers (laughs) and hope for the best, I guess. Um, And then, like I said, we're sometimes having to take just two just to get them down the road. Like I took a two pack on Tuesday night that just, you know, happened to show up. Don't get me wrong. They were 95 cents a mile, but that doesn't pay. You know what I mean? So what I did is he took it got there, I reloaded him right the same day to take another load that was only another 200 miles for $750. So that made it a $1,350 day instead of just a $650 day. So sometimes that's what you got to do and that's only if it works out. Like my driver drove all night long. He got it picked up. He was there at 4 o'clock in the morning, dropped. So he was ready to pick up again at 8 and keep moving. Now, Okay, so you guys know I'm not talking that he's driving legally. It's just so you know. Because that's not possible. But... You got to do what you got to do, right? (laughs) So, but yeah, that's what we're dealing with. No loads. And if there are on here, they're crappy loads.
0: All right. Wonderful uh, analysis, evaluation. And let's give her, ladies and gentlemen, let's give Sue a round of applause. (laughs) For the Um, craptastic
1: load boards. It's
0: it's craptastic. Okay. So, all right. You said rates are bad. Rates are lower. Um,
1: I mean, they're still. I, I sent you some. I mean, rates are ba- rates
0: are always bad, right? I rates mean, are
1: all, well, no, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I mean, like I said, we have our high season, and that's when you see the really good rates and you see lots of good loads, and you're moving in a right. What
0: What are those? What months are those?
1: Usually, we uh, we're starting right like now.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it lasts until okay, so July. Fe- you know, right. August. But... Thank you. So, okay, so February to August is yeah. normally better rate season. Yes. All right, well you know what we need to do. <laughs> Call, here, come no. here. Come here, good rates. <laughs> that doesn't Oh, that's not working? No, that's not going to work. Oh. All right. Okay, so we got a rate problem. Rates haven't gotten good again yet. What by the way, what do you do the other 6 months when rates suck? You do the you best just, you can. Just lump it
1: yeah i mean usually through august or september until now this is when this is our slow season but like i said usually you know january 15th to the first of february is when things start coming out and getting better and we're now almost at halfway mark of february and it's still not better i keep telling everybody it's gonna get better but it's not gotten better but like we were talking last week or a couple weeks ago when you have the leaders of the load board listing cars for twenty three cents a mile, which I believe I sent you one like that. Yeah. That tends to bring the load rates down because it's called follow the leader, right? And for a company that says I know we weren't supposed to be doing this, but for a company that says <laughs> it's too easy that they're the leader well, and that they're they've got our transporters' best interests at heart and then they don't, it's kinda hard to you know. Well,
0: here's the so here's what's funny. Yeah, you can borrow this whistle. It's a it's a duck collar. It's on Amazon, fifteen bucks. Everybody get one. This is this is the new way to get business in auto transport. It's,
2: oh, you just fun. get
0: your duck collar and the business comes. Um, so, uh, well, these industry leading brokers, I, we're going to get into this. <laughs> oh man. I'm going to be in so much trouble at the end of this 90 minutes. I'm going to have to, like, you know. What? Flee, flee to Mexico or something. Oh, okay. okay. Single units. That's what you also said. Meaning, you it's hard to put a load together, right? Right. right. All right. You also said they're double booking loads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. See, all of these things, well... Single units is kind of... Actually, even at trade shows, everybody knows single unit moves are kind of a thing. But crappy rates for carriers and double booking loads... See, there's never been a place for this information to get out. That's what makes... The reason scams work is because nobody... There's no... Who at this point is responding to the email saying, I got $3.5 million with my barrister in, in like, Algeria? Nobody. Because everybody knows that's fake. But when it comes to abusing carriers, how would anybody know that's really happening? And by the way, why why would anybody care? Right? As long as they get, you know, their free Amazon toothpaste overnight or whatever. But now that we're here talking about this, because Ty and I are learning some of the reasons why uh, some of these things are probably happening. For example, let's do this. Let's do something fun. You wanna watch a video? It's short. I'm gonna I'm gonna cue up okay. Ty recorded this video today. Okay. Alright. No yeah. This is craziness. Okay? This is the one yeah, and cue the video. Anybody notice anything
2: weird?
0: (laughs) Let's go ahead and watch that again. Okay. Now, clearly... Business is being done. It's not that cars aren't being bought and sold. Right. But... Real cars. (laughs) Yeah, well, number one, I want to say for anybody that thinks that granddaddy and daddy and granddaddy's daddy and all that stuff, it's all out the window. There ain't no granddaddy's daddy that's ever seen an auction with no cars running through it. All right? right? It's time to get off Facebook... And pretend you're the smartest super trucker in the group. You can still do it if you want. But I got an article that will shock you out of your pants. You're not going to believe what GM is doing. Alright? So, everything's changed. But, even though cars are still being bought and sold, one of the problems is things like lease returns are way down. There's a lot less inventory being moved. In fact, a lot of the cars that are brought to the auction to be sold aren't being sold. So there's less inventory moving. Now, I know when you look at the load board... Go ahead and share that again when you're ready, because I want to look at it. Okay. Like Ty says, I ain't never seen anything like this in 22 years. By the way, ain't nobody going to talk about this during the duck hunt, okay? (laughs) All right. So uh, you got... What it, go back to the volume? That's what thirty-seven thousand oh, yeah, full volume. All yeah, it was
1: thirty-seven and change to thirty-seven one twenty-four. Just in the matter of minutes, we've done okay. this. We okay, so
0: so now, all right. So if auction volume is down, mm-hmm. we really need to understand where is the rest of the volume coming from? Is it privately owned vehicles? Are these repo? You know, are these salvage vehicles? And nobody wants to ask these questions because that Jay. I just need a load board. And I want to argue about mobile apps and ramps You know and whatever. But we need to understand what these cars are. Why are these cars moving? Who's posting them? And this gets into your twenty-two cents a mile industry leading broker crap. Is so how what how are what's the shipper paying? That's why I love this game. Ain't no way the shipper's paying. 27 cents a mile 27 cents per mile or maybe they are so why how how is the standard in the brokering of when a broker speaks to a client has have they hit rock bottom too is the whole thing rock bottom just all the way down or are they making money hand over fist on some of these loads and just sticking it to the carrier because that's the way it's always been done with granddaddy and his duck hunt I yeah. don't know. We got to find out.
1: Well, I've got a couple uh, dealers that I deal with, and I okay. will tell you that my dealer that's over in the Richmond area is struggling just even oh sorry, not Richmond, Christiansburg. Anyways, okay. he's struggling just to find the cars to buy. And uh, they're not making any money off uh, of them. Okay, thank
0: you. This is another problem. Vehicle values are dropping from the highs they were at. Yes. So when a dealer buys new inventory, he's paying more. Yeah, well it's they're they're finally paying less, but they have such high valued cars they're trying to sell for less. Everybody's starting to lose money. This is why I said it doesn't matter, Jay. It doesn't matter. Take it easy. No. But when I said remember record remember the companies talk about record profits? Yeah, that's what they told you, yeah. Yeah dealers year, record right? profits. Ain't no carrier making record profits no. 2 years ago. No. Okay, and I said, we we better we need to be if you're a carrier, you need to be making record profits too because in a couple years when this rubber band snaps back, that's where we're at.
2: Yeah.
0: Ain't nobody making record profits even on freight waves they're talking about, you know, truckers uh having dip, uh Okay. Makes my head hurt. So, Anybody okay. else head hurt? <laughs> we're for twenty minutes into the show, I got a migraine. so you've heard freight is down too then, right? The whole dang thing is yeah, yeah. okay, but, but there has to be somebody that will be that will pay to get their vehicle moved right who is it? I actually would love to know what what verticals paying the most right now to get their vehicles moved and why is there so much there's so much technology fighting for the competing for the business there must be money in it there still have there there must be money in transportation but it ain't here
1: no it's not here right now it's
0: not here no
1: we're having a heck of a time right now
0: for sure so, and, and you know what really bothers me? R- bad rates, I'm used to. Single right. units, I already knew that. Right. It's the double booking of loads that makes me crazy.
1: Yes, double booking and transporters booking and... um, I mean, that's the two biggest ones on there. And you know what cracks me up is when the transporters list the cars, they're lowballing them too.
0: exactly, which proves that nobody cares right,
1: but they're getting their broker fee back, I mean it's always got a broker fee, you know what I mean which irritates the crap out of me (laughs) because they get mad at brokers (laughs) getting broker fees but then they do the same thing
0: this is exactly why when brokers say dispatchers are illegal carriers say dispatchers are illegal it's all BS that's BS, you are lying out of your yeah you're lying. Stop it. Yeah. You're just playing the shell game like everybody else. I don't know how is this ever gonna stop. Is it ever gonna stop? I, I, it's always happened. It's from, but car I mean, dealers. I mean, you don't have the same seven. You know, shady seventies car dealers. Didn't no, car, you right? You still
1: do, but you don't have. No, not like across the
0: board. But auto transport's like as shady as it's ever been. It, we're at 2023. It's shady as it's ever been. I think that's the title of this show. <laughs> 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 oh, funny. Um, all right. So we've got here's what we got. This is kind of cool. We're gonna bring in Joe the broker.
2: Okay. If Joe's
0: ready, I'm gonna Ty, I'm gonna email Joe. Okay, there we go. All right, he's ready. I'm gonna email Joe. Joe the broker is gonna join us. And um you know, because we don't follow the rules here anyways. Although, I tell you what, here, here's what I'm going to do. Before Joe joins. I mean, nobody's having a search for loads, any, or you know. Uh, what am I talking about? Oh, here, before, this is Doug's, Doug's share. Thank you, Doug. Let's see. When people can work together, good things happen. We're fortunate to have people willing to stay up late, so Doug would be able to pick up these vans this past Friday. Their willingness to help make a big difference. Drivers work with extremely restricted hours. So even missing a window by 30 minutes can make or break. No one likes having to get to work late. We get it. That's why we're so thankful. You know it does it, it's amazing. That's why it is it's impressive and amazing when you are super happy with your service provider because it feels like uh, just a, a it's like a sliver of light in a jail cell at the bottom of a cave. Oh my God. I can get good service it really does exist I see the commercial now this is a Super Bowl ad wide shot of the desert and all these people in the desert the wind is blowing and the sun is beating down and somebody peeks up through their blanket and goes oh my god there's somebody out there that really cares Uh, geez, Jay. Thermonuclear Thursday is just the name of the game. It's Thursday. That means it's time for Dispatching Live to kick into high gear. We're going to look at all kinds of stuff today. Pump it into the office. I know. Nobody wants to hear this stuff. <laughs> don't pump it in the office. They don't want to hear this stuff. Uh We do have the Dispatching Live in full effect. Right. It makes no sense when you first tune in and then you realize, oh my god. This is the absolute truth. Um, uh, It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> we talk about it again. Nobody, Jay. We really don't want to talk about this dumpster fire stuff. Don't do that to us. Uh, we're following the disconnect between sales and operations. Why? I ask myself that every day. It is what it is. Nobody cares. I'm not sure why. Let's just look at the truck. Just show me the truck. Yeah. Um, what's your route scout? Why bother? This guy wanted me to ship his half car TV stand. This is real?
1: Yes. On a real. car hauler? Yeah. Yeah, I told him I said I really unless we descend that enclosed, I would never send that on an open
0: trailer obviously. What? <laughs> Other than it looking like Okay, is that an is that an actual half of a car?
1: That's what he's saying. It's the actual half of a Corvette with a TV in it. And he's like, and I'll lay the TV down in the back. And I'm like, okay, look. Oh my God. I said, it's not gonna arrive there safely in an open. And I said, in enclosed, I'm gonna probably have to charge you a thousand dollars. I said, you need to call a freight company. Yeah. And do it that way. How do you not, why am. Well, here's the problem. (laughs) This is what happened is I have a customer, I have a dealership up in St. Louis that I dispatch uh, their vehicles. He gave this guy my name because he knows me. He trusts me, but he didn't. I don't know if he told the guy this is what it was. And that's how it ended up to me. And he sent me the picture and I'm like, oh, no. I said, if we do it, we're doing it in clothes. It's down in Louisiana. wants to go to St. Louis. And I said, it's going to be probably $1,000, which to me is outrageous. I said, try a freight company. I, I'm fairly certain you'll get it cheaper than that. But, I mean, if you really want it, you probably need to drive down there and go get it yourself. <laughs> but, well, you know kind of crazy okay
0: number one it's not an actual car
1: yeah no it's not an actual i mean car. i know
0: it looks like a car kinda and it kinda. has wheels yeah but it's more like a sculpture or a fish tank than a car
1: <laughs> well so, i think I mean, it's for what do you guys call it the guy's I,
0: room <laughs> i would go nuts if i if i worked as if i no bright no broker would ever hire me Cause if I was the sales guy on the phone and I had to talk to the customer like and be serious, like, what? What makes you think this goes on a car hauler? Yeah. Seriously.
1: I just don't think he understood. Like I said, he was given it by a guy that sells. It may as well
0: be a couch or a refrigerator. Well,
1: true. I mean, (laughs) should have told him to go to YouTube. It's not a car. That way.
0: (laughs) Do you okay? hey buddy okay fine the car hauler gets there are you gonna drive it up on the who's gonna drive it up
1: on... oh that's my favorite I mean what are you well, it's on casters it'll roll right up onto it's on the casters <laughs> <laughs> it's only 500 pounds oh
0: my said. god what is going on yeah <laughs> that is nuts Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Could you imagine me listing that on Central? (laughs) How did you?
0: How did you even get a home loan? I mean, what are we talking about? All right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I I think you need more propane tanks in the garage. Let's keep moving. (laughs) Jesus. Got a lot. Yeah. God. (laughs) Did you get the memo? Right. Exactly. John Lerick is like. The car hauler's going to show up and be like, buddy, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Please put put the cigar down, right? Set down <laughs> the flamethrower and the cigar. I'm out of here, man. <laughs>
1: Jeez. If it fits, it ships, right? Oh, it's, my yeah.
0: God. Speaking of scams. So, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of... I, I, I do. I get these notices that I've got a package and I need to click and... But everybody's getting these, right?
1: Yeah, I got one for each of my drivers that signed up with Ready Auto. And we all know DHL has something to do with Ready Auto, right? But then they want you to pay. For what? I don't know what it is. I don't even know if this is getting... They understand this is being sent out to all the drivers or not. But this, I know, is some kind of scam. Why would you pay for anything?
0: Artie, why would you even want that thing? If that thing was sitting anywhere near me, how would I be able to even watch TV? I'd be sitting oh, there looking at the thing like... Talking about
1: the TV stand? Yeah. Like, oh, okay.
0: I thought we were talking about DHL. I can't watch TV with this thing sitting here.
1: <laughs> well, I think it was for a man's cave is what I would assume, but, you could, know, hey.
0: Listen, I'm a man and I like caves, but this is weird. <laughs>
1: it's a little... <laughs> what is that? It's a little much, yes. <laughs> and I'd really hate to know what he paid for that, okay? Even
0: Osama bin Laden would be like, you know, this is much, too much. <laughs> we need to get this out of here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> stop. Okay. Speaking of. All right. So I brought this up on carrier compliance yesterday. Um. Did, have you seen this? Did you send yeah, me I, this?
1: I sent this to you. Yeah. All
0: right. Tell me, what are we looking at? What are you reading? I I, I mean this seriously. Let's just but, back up a second. Well,
1: if... they're saying like they can boost your scores and compliance. Okay. Though. Yeah.
0: Okay, and I want everyone in the live chat, tell, tell us what you're seeing. And I mean this. Okay, so Sue, say it again. What are they so saying?
1: They're saying they can boost your CSA scores and improve compliance with better fleet inspections. I'm assuming, the way I'm getting this, is they're trying to shoot you to use Velocity. But that's just my personal opinion.
0: Does it save in Lossity? No. no,
1: it doesn't. But oh, okay. it's, you know, how right, else are cool. you supposed to improve, you know, better fleet inspections, okay, right? That's,
0: okay, this is that's my point. Okay, so how do you act upon this? What are you supposed to do?
1: Well, it says read more, learn more. I never push the buttons, to be honest. With you, but
0: <laughs> okay, let's assume, just send it moved on. All right, so read more or learn more. So. Right. Okay, why do they? Why are they offering to help boost your CSA scores?
1: Let's see, your outsourced resource for regulatory... Do you,
0: do you have to pay for this?
1: I would assume so. Um,
0: All right, let me see if I can...
1: Deep industry let me try to
0: locate this email.
1: Yeah, click on that and see what it takes you to next. Uh, okay, let's I mean, are they see. acting like... They're almost like a OOIDA
0: kind of thing. Well, the, yeah, right. Okay, that's but good. Like, that's actually something. Uh, here we go. So I clicked it. Okay, boost CSA scores. All right, and I think that I think this is healthy. Right? Again, yeah. there's no nowhere in the industry can you ask this question. Right? Well, yeah,
1: because everybody got these And if you haul for a service, exactly. you would have got them. And that's one.
0: why we're talking about it. They send it out. All right, so you go here and it's kind of blog posty, and which is fine. Um
1: service is a compliance partner. Businesses. Yeah. So are
0: they working with fleets serving that's as a fleet? That's
1: what they're saying as Okay,
0: Safe but it, didn't it go out to owner operators? Yeah. So how's an owner operator act on this offer? They're not going
1: to. And so why send a, a fleet it? Fleet company is going to have their own safety and. That's
0: what I'm saying. I'm still trying to figure out what this is. Is yeah. it just advertising? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know either.
1: It's not something any of my guys would use, and and I
0: and listen, I'm I'm asking. Okay, I'm doing a couple things. Number one, I'm asking live because it makes for interesting content, and everybody got this. Number two, I don't feel like, I don't really want to try to go through corporate channels and, you know, hey, can I get an interview about your flyer? I really don't want to do that. I I just, you know. So, all right, I've asked the question, let's keep moving. But I don't understand what this is. Other than maybe an advertisement for, I don't know. Let's keep going. Uh, Speaking of advertisement, I still see advertisements for home delivery, Dude, right now they'll take any delivery. They'll take any delivery so bad they're double booking it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop with the home but I I'm telling but I I know why. Here's why you advertise home delivery. It's just like VIP. Because we're gonna milk you and then we're gonna post it for half that on the load board. Okay. Oh shoot. Is this three shows in a row? Dang it. It is. Wow. So what do we? What is this? What are we looking at, Sue?
1: Okay. So it's a big broker, big big broker. Oh, okay. And big, um, yeah, big, twenty-two big. cents a mile.
0: Really? Okay. Big broker. All right.
1: One of the leaders in the industry. Does that help you?
0: Oh, okay. Leader <laughs> in the industry. Leader. Great. Yeah. All right.
1: That's not a leader.
0: Oh wow! Twenty-two cents a mile. What? What is this? Florida to Texas. Oh, well, there you go. Florida to Texas. Yeah. And that was Screw them if four you got vehicles, them. right? Oh, oh, and is it? It's four. What is it? It's four, four vehicles? vehicles. Four yep. vehicles Miami paying a train? total of 1100 yes. going 1,300 miles. What's it cost to drive? By the way, four vehicles. Let's say you got a four-car hauler and you can get this. And it's right. not four, you know, U-body cranes. <laughs> yeah. But let's assume it's four smart cars, all right? And you're a four-car hauler. What's it cost for you to do this trip? Yeah. Are you breaking even?
1: And knowing this broker, it's probably not all one pick either, just so you know.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about the mix, mix, wherever. Yeah. All right. So and they're you're heavy
1: because pick- they max weight is 44.77, so they're not any smart cars. Oh, they're not smart look, there's cars. There's a all Dimension right. 192.
0: Oh, God. Oh, this just so gets better. Were,
1: I think they were 4 SUVs and they weren't small. All
0: not. right, let's say it's 4 SUVs with uh, you know, solo flexes in each side of one of them uh each one filled with. Okay, so uh how we doing? Can we even break even on this?
1: Uh I don't think so. Not at 22 cents. Right,
0: cuz you got the cost you you got your truck payment, your trailer payment, your insurance. You actually have to make money cuz this is a business. Uh Fuel, food, uh, licensing fees—you got. You're probably gonna get shaken down on a level one on your way. What's the point? What is the freaking point? I.
1: Unless you just really need to go to Dallas, I, I don't see the point. <laughs> which
0: is funny, you know. This is is it, there's a there's a phone. Somebody's on a phone right now. Yeah, but don't you need to go that way? Or what? Yep. What are you talking about?
1: Don't you live there? Or What's something? the yeah.
0: why? Show up to work if you're going to come home in debt. Right. What's the freaking point?
1: And then you got to get out of Dallas next, which also sucks. So there you have it.
0: Oh yeah, this is great. Hey, yeah. by the way, we've got crap coming out of Dallas too. You want to go back to Florida?
1: It's probably 19 cents a mile.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And this is an industry leader. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I, I'd say you might want to reply to that email with that barrister in Algeria. Okay. <laughs> it's auto transport. That's what I mean, that's why we show it. You won't see it anywhere else. No one's going to talk about it. What's the point? Nobody cares. Jay, oh, my God. Wait, you guys are going public with this crap? That's right. You can go to Vehicle Remarketing magazine, vehicleremarket.com. We're actually gonna be in Caesars Palace at the end of March talking about this crap in front of people. Um, Ty has a has a, uh, a a workshop on Wednesday afternoon called Transportation Dumpster Fire. And then on Thursday, I'm hosting a panel. Actually, John Larrick is he's gonna be on my panel. We're gonna have people in the audience. Ty's gonna be walking around with a microphone. We're literally, for the first time ever, gonna have an actual conversation at a trade show about the reality of auto transport. Wow, we're really doing this. And you know what's crazy? People are on fire for this. I I shared it on social media. Oh crap, you can barely see it. This thing's got almost 2,000 views over 35 likes. Holy crap, we're not alone. Or people are just putting us on. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> um, but this is neat. We had a show Tuesday night. We were talking about dealers, consigners, auctions. I know. It wasn't load boards. It wasn't Facebook. But we got this feedback. Incredible show Tuesday night. Let Jay know the platform you and he developed, in my opinion, has started to help people understand what the meaning of being a true owner of a car hauling business rather than just guy that hauls cars you change a person's mindset, you change the way they conduct themselves, you change their life forever. Your platform has done this. You guys should be proud of what you have achieved. Man, thank you so much. My gosh. Because half the time I'm sitting around wondering, you know, I just get, you know what, let me just get a duck collar. And show up somewhere and then you get, because nobody cares. None of this matters.
1: I just sent you an email too.
0: Oh, cool. Tuesday... (laughs) That's good timing, because, man, It's for the, I gotta, it's for I the new rating out. system. I've,
1: they I've, just I've, sent I've, it over to me. It's what a video. is it? Wait, what? For the new rating system for Central Dispatch. It's a, They're calling it the Sneak Beak.
0: They just, just it sent it me. to you just now?
1: Yeah, well, for every driver, yeah, I just sent you one of them just now. What? <laughs> yeah, it's wow.
0: a video. Should we watch it?
1: Sure. I think that's why they sent it, if you really want to oh, know the Oh,
0: yeah, Right. It's convenient, it comes
1: in while we're on the show, isn't it? That
0: is pretty interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sharing sound. Hang on. Hang on, Joe. Hang on. Okay, Joe the broker. Hang on, Joe. Stick oh, around. Really? Hang on one second. got to watch this.
3: The transactional rating system from Central Dispatch lets you leave in-depth reviews about what it was like to work with a certain shipper or carrier on our platform. You can rate a business overall and in three distinct categories for each job they perform. You can write reviews describing your experience in more detail and even reply to comments written about your business. Today, we'll show you how you can use this new rating system to give helpful, honest feedback so that you and others can make better partnering decisions and grow your business. The overview page gives you a general idea of how you're being rated on Central Dispatch. You'll see your company information, your current overall rating, calculated by average, your legacy score under the prior rating system, and reviews of your business that have been marked as most helpful by other users. Under Experience Details, you'll see your current rating for each distinct transactional ratings category, timeliness, communication, and documentation. Like your overall rating, these are calculated by average. Hover over the I for more information on how we define each category. Scroll through the most helpful reviews to find out which reviews of your business are getting the most hits and exactly what your partners are saying about you. View how they've rated you in each category, their written review, how many total reviews they have left on the site, and how many other users have marked their review as helpful. The overview page also gives you a quick link to rate your recent transactions under My Activity, as well as a link to view all of your business's reviews in more detail here near the helpful reviews. You can also get there by simply clicking the All Ratings tab near the top of the Dashboard. On the All Ratings page, you'll first see a visual breakdown of your current overall rating and a complete list of every review of your business. You can sort this by the number of stars attached to each review to quickly get a clear idea of what people liked about working with you and what problems may have come up during a job. You also have the option to reply to any review of your business. Please remember to be fair and courteous when replying to a review. Every reply goes through a 72-hour review period to make sure our content policy is being followed. The Pending page is where you'll rate and review the businesses you've worked with in the past 60 days. After 60 days, any pending transaction ratings you have will disappear. Only transactions that are made through Central Dispatch and marked as completed are eligible to rate. This ensures every review is tied to a verified transaction. On the page, you'll see the company's name, order ID, and some more specific information about each job. To begin rating a transaction, simply give it an overall rating of 1 to 5 stars. This will bring up an expanded menu where you can rate a shipper or carrier on their timeliness, communication, and documentation. Note that your ratings for each category do not impact the overall rating. Also note that reviews cannot be edited after they're submitted, and star ratings go live on the website the moment you leave them. So, it's very important to understand what to be thinking about for each category before you rate. Let's go over those in more detail. For overall rating, you should think about the general experience working with this person, not just the outcome of the job. Would you feel comfortable doing business with them again? Would you recommend them to others? Timeliness refers to how closely they met timing expectations outlined in your contract for pickup, delivery, and any other checkpoints. Did they complete delivery or pick up within 72 hours of the estimated time? Were they late? If so, how late? Your communication rating should consider how professional and responsive a partner was during a job. Did they promptly communicate information like updates, changes, and delays? Did you ever have trouble getting in touch with them? Documentation includes the completion and accuracy of all job documents, such as eBall, insurance information…
0: All right, I'm stopping it. <laughs> Is it just me? Did I got? I think I got a lot got in one the whole swipe thing. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, hey, Joe, can you hear us?
4: Yeah, hey, how's it
0: going? Hey, go. thanks for joining the show, Joe. Um, Sue, do me a favor. Sue, if you'll share the screen again. And Joe, if you'll introduce yourself, tell us more about. Not, not too much. I mean, you don't have to, like, you know. Because we're going to get into, well, I don't know what we're going to do.
4: <laughs> sure. Not a problem. Uh, first, I'm very pleased and I'm very thankful you guys had me. Uh, I've known Ty for a very long time. God bless his soul. Whenever I've had a question about the industry or anything that I did not know about the industry, I always went to him and he was always able to help me out. So I appreciate you guys a lot for doing that. Um, so basically, I've been, my name is Joe Sampson. I've been in the industry for around five, six years, give or take. I've seen it up and down, fluctuate. And everything and to be honest it's it's really embarrassing this industry is like i don't know where it's going to go but i can tell you right now that it's very embarrassing what's happening right now
0: all right yeah okay so let's do top reasons this industry is embarrassing i mean like it's
4: a car shipping industry and it's embarrassing that there's this many scams in it i would say 90 percent of the auto transport companies out there are lowballing the customers and it's ruining everything for everyone else. Uh, I've spoken, you know, I've been trying to fix this problem, spoke to Ty, you know, I spoke to many lead providers. And you know, the funny thing is, my lead providers, right, they used to own auto transport brokerages. I'm like, what happened and all that? They tell me, they're like, you know, um, it just wasn't working out for me. And I didn't want to like, you know, lose everything in the business. So I just switched a lead provider. I spoke to the owner of a couple of my CRMs as well. They told me the same exact thing. And they used to own an auto transport brokerage. It went to trash. And then they want to take another objective in the industry because again, they did not want to lose anything.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty intense. I mean, and, and I, I got to tell you what you're saying is, uh, Pretty interesting because I, what I didn't know, it sounds like you're in touch with, uh, well, you've been around longer than I expected and you're in touch with more people than I expected. So, I mean, it's Thank not you. like, you're not just guessing. I mean, oh, no, you, this is these
4: are numbers. Yeah. These are numbers that I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at. These are like facts and, I'm speaking to.
0: And, and that matches what, I mean, I know this true, is that if you're a lead provider and you're successful, yeah, you're going to dump all other parts of the business because you know why, why ruin less, the ATM
1: yeah le- less overhead yeah, yeah.
0: Get it. shoot man exactly um, and so
1: are all of your all of your loads Joe just from lead providers or do you have your own
4: uh, I have like uh, a couple in-house leads coming in you know we did start like the SEO marketing and research and all that but it's very few right now again if you want and only if you want to become the lead provider for yourself and only be a lead provider for stuff is very costly. It's very, very expensive. Gotcha. On top of all the other, like, you know, a, like billion and one costs you have running it, like running an uh, auto transport,
0: um, that's very costly as well. Right. So what's, hey, what would you say? Let's do this. What is the overhead like to be a lead generator and where does that money go? You're saying like how much would a lead provider like what's their expenses? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean
4: again, I mean listen, it all depends on how many leads they're producing a day. Um, you know, I've seen some lead providers with like the most sh- like garbage websites like I've ever seen, like such garbage websites, <laughs> and they're and they're getting like over like a hundred leads a day in, like around 100 to 100 to 200 a hundred to a hundred to two hundred leads a day in, and I would say like a, like give or take cost per click um, to get a conversion rate is anywhere from 16 to $30 per form so I mean like you guys do the math uh, Lead providers I would say an average are spending 20 to $30,000 a month that's like your average lead provider some are spending more some are spending less just to make ends meet especially right now since it's a downtime in the business
0: Wow right okay and and what types of leads are those is that mostly personally owned vehicles
4: yeah, they're mostly yeah. all
0: POBs. Exactly. Cuz a dealer's not going to go to Google. Right. Yeah. Do that. Okay, exactly. so um and if you're overhead, let's say you're an average lead generator, you're spending 20 to 30k a month. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you think your revenue's at? Mm. By selling those leads, right? Right. Um I would say that
4: if if you're putting, if your expenses are around like 20, I mean, like I'm not a lead provider myself, so I can't yeah, give the exact I numbers, know. I'm just giving you an estimate. Yeah. So I, I would say that again, if you played smart, um, a lot of companies, uh, there's also I lead mean, provider double, brokers. You think, think they No. No, no not double. Oh, okay. Not double, no, so, no way. I would say like, 10% if spending, margin? Wow. I would say if they're putting 20 grand into ads, they're, uh, they're probably taking maybe eight to 10 grand home a month. Depends. Give yeah. or take, if they play their cards right,
1: yeah, and that's not um, the rest of their expenses either.
4: I mean, they don't have that many expenses other than the SEOs, because everything's just well, automated in that business. They would
1: still have employees. They'd still have payroll taxes. They'd still have a place that they're renting. I would assume utilities, that kind of thing, though.
4: I mean, no, not really. I mean, like most most people are working from their houses. Everything uh, is automated. They just need to. So you're talking to, like a just...
1: one-person show kind of thing. That's doing maybe
4: that. two, two to five-person show.
1: Give okay. or take, you know, one
4: is running the ads, one is being the customer service, bringing on more gotcha. companies with them. Okay. Um, it really doesn't take that much. I mean, I, it, the only the biggest expense they have is just running the ads. It's just paying Google more and more and more for the Google yeah. campaigns. And just running the ads.
0: All right, so I want to I want to shift here. So we talked about lead generators. That's that is fascinating. But let's shift over to shady, scammy brokers. Are we talking right. like? Your, your owner, operator, broker that took a get-rich-quick class. How did they get into this? And what are they doing that's so scammy?
4: I mean, like with, I don't know where they started. I don't know where they came from. They probably you know they want to make a quick buck, and they're also lazy people. And I'll, and I'll explain to you right now how they're scamming. They are destroying the market. They are calling the clients, right? My guys are good. I train them well. I train them very well. And every day we have training courses. I, I explain to them this. I explained to them that, and, you know, at the end of the day, we, sh- we speak to the customers with, with respect, and at the end, they don't care. They don't care. The, the amount of lip they give us is phenomenal. It's it's absurd. So what a bunch of these people are going to do, like the competition, the lowballing competition, is that they're going to quote, let's just say, the like the carrier price to get this car out is 1200 We quote them at $1,300, right? yeah, $100 broker fee, not a big deal. These guys are telling him, that, yeah, it's going to be $600 to load your car. Yep. All they're hearing, all they're hearing is that, oh, I have to pay $700 cheaper. They don't care. They might like they might like our company better. They say, thank you for the knowledge you've given me in this company. But, you know, I don't. they don't care. They don't care. Oh, I'm saving $700. They've never worked with this company before. they never worked with any of the companies before. This is their first time shipping the car. And this will probably be the last time they're shipping the car. But they don't understand. We tell them that, like, you're, they're lying to you. You're not going to end up paying this price. You're going to end up paying more. And you know what happens? They That's end it. up paying more. They end up paying more and if that doesn't happen we call them i stay in touch with them i'm like oh what happened they're like oh you know what joe we should have stuck with you you were right you know what next time unfortunately there is not a next time with those with these pov customers because these 90 percent of the customers that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis these people uh ship a car maybe once or twice in yeah. their lifetime and that's it
2: yeah.
4: and you know it's like you know if we get them the first time like that like it's great after that it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we were right or not because we lost the client. We lost the business. Oh, I should have came to next time. That's not going to happen. They'll never. And another thing is they'll tell me, I'm like, Oh, what happened? They're like, I got fed up with all you guys. Cause you know, all these providers are, they ship off their leads to like, uh, 10 different companies at once. I got fed up with all you guys. You guys bombarded my phones. I blocked all you guys. All you guys are considered spam to me and I drove it up myself or they say, Oh, I didn't end up buying the car. Thank you so much for ruining this experience for me.
0: Yeah so hey so what's okay what's in it for the broker that lies to the customer about the seven hundred dollars where did they benefit what did they right, right? What did so they on do? that
4: day on that day right when that when the shady company calls the customer and tells them that's that right. yeah this is number 700 this guy is hearing that this guy's the only one in this industry that's giving me this price and that's almost 50 percent in the rest so they get contracts signed that day, and they get probably two to three hundred dollar deposit uh, uh, charged that day as well. That day, even it could be months away, two days away, the, the shady company will give them a lie. Will say, uh, tell them a lie. Hey, listen, um, these trucks are get uh, the truck, the spots on the trucks are getting filled up. We need to take a deposit and sign contracts. Mm-hmm. They tell the customer, they don't, some companies don't even bother to call the customer. They don't even call them once at all. That's it. They just got the deposit. Whatever happens, happens. If they call them, they don't answer them. They send them a text. They'd be like, hey, how can I help you? They, they are too scared to hop on the phone with these customers that they're scamming. And then you might ask them, why would the customer like ever end up going with them now? The thing is, unfortunately, most of the customers don't are not that knowledgeable. And we you call them idiotic in a way. And they're scared. They think that they uh, signed a contract. And when they sign a contract, they think that, oh, I'm going to get sued. That if I don't go with them and all that. Mm-hmm. And they think that they can't call their credit card any, uh, company to dispute this charge to, con- uh, to consider fraud. Um, so what they'll do is they'll end up, uh, the shady company will tell them, oh, oh, yeah, I found a driver for you. If they do, for the real price, mm-hmm. they'll tell them that, that, yeah, I found it for the real price, the ones that my company was quoting them at. And this guy will end up paying more and if if this guy doesn't agree to it most of these companies don't even care they'll send the carrier they'll just send the carrier right away the carrier will pick up the car right and you know how these carriers are they will not unload the car until they get what they yeah until they get paid on what they agreed on so they're looking at the customer and they're saying I'm not unloading this until you give me what I agreed on so the customer is forced to give the the carrier an extra six to eight hundred dollars that day
1: I have and a this is the you industry talking about
4: too <laughs> i mean like it's a bunch of companies i would say 90% of the industry 90% of the 80, 80 to 90% of the industry is doing this yeah
1: i mean i deal with it too because they'll call me i'll give them a quote like you said the right quote they'll say they got a quote for half that or even 2 or 300 uh, underneath that and i try to tell them the exact same thing sometimes they still have me do it and then sometimes they go to that person and you're right I'll get the call later on say it cost them more than what I had even told them and i i know one major broker that does it on a regular and so I, and
4: <laughs> and it's disgusting and the, and like you know yeah. it's it's destroying everyone it's literally yeah. destroying everyone just giving a bad name to the car industry you know it's it's not that big of an industry uh like the revenue wise as a whole like yeah. uh enough as it is right now and these people like so many people like despise the car transportation industry now. Just your regular Joe Schmote are just do like-
0: actually yeah. hate the auto transport industry. Yeah. Well and
1: the other problem is they'll they get do. online and they'll put in that their quote request, right? And then they'll get calls from like six, seven, ten different brokers like back to back too. And then when they actually give the load to the broker that we're supposedly supposed to pick it up from we'll call them to verify and they're like, no, you're not with so-and-so, we won't let you pick up the car because we brokered it through X company instead of this other company. And then we have to go through that whole thing, too, and sometimes we get the car, sometimes we don't because the customer is so confused as to who the hell they actually signed up with, and they have no clue. Right. You know,
0: um, what I was going to say is, so. It, what's really fascinating is... Then if you try to if you try to talk about this mm-hmm. there, was, there are verticals in our own vertical subverticals that will say, Well, that's your problem. We don't do POV. Ah, no POV. That actually what do I you mean, mean that's a thing. Like, well that's what you get for working with so, residents. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we only haul for OEMs. Wait, Jay. What do you mean by that? There's some auto transport companies that don't deal with POV customers. That's correct. So you've got in auto transport, there are businesses that say, okay, you know, we we our clients, we work with auctions, or our clients, we work with dealers, right. or our clients, we you know, we focus on. I don't know if you hear a lot of people say we focus on repos and salvage, but there must be, um, you know, like RCG does a lot of repo and salvage. Okay, yeah. and there are some brokers that focus on working with POV, privately owned vehicle, resident customers, right? Right. So if you present this problem, this scammy, awful auto transport virus to a company that works only with OEMs, they're going to say, yeah, well, you get what you get. Right, but here's the thing. How do they make ends meet just by dealing
4: with auctions and dealerships?
0: Well, so it's funny you should ask. Uh auctions and dealerships is actually for my money better business because that's repeat business. You're dealing it's more B2B, right? You hear B to B versus B to C, business to business versus business to consumer. When you make that privately owned vehicle uh sale, how how mm-hmm. often is a customer shipping a vehicle with your company after all that time and energy? What? Twice a, year? In a lifetime. <laughs> right there you go. If you work with a dealership, how often is one dealership probably working with you to ship vehicles?
4: Once a month, at least.
0: At least. Exactly. Now, Mm -hmm. auctions it's gone down a little, but with all the new technology platforms, and again, I don't even know, as I say these things, and I see that, you know, that it's... I got off course because I looked at the views, which is always depresses the hell out of me. But my, but I just need to get my duck collar back. But the point is that we're what we're laying down here is an analysis of the uh, an analysis of the industry, and no shippers watching this. Even though, my God, if a shipper could know some of this crap before they went to book a car, it could change their lives. They're
4: too lazy to.
0: That's well, that's important. They don't care to. We don't have, we're not spending 20 grand a month on Google. that's a problem. but and the thing is too, I think the thing is on the POV, the reason the scam works so well is you've got them you got, you got them in that moment where they're already overwhelmed. They're trying to pack up the house, right? They've got flights and ants and maybe there was a death in the family or they're changing jobs. whatever they're doing, you've got them by the nuts, right? They'll do whatever you say. It's kind of like Escape Room the movie. <laughs> you, They will just follow, you know, yeah. please get me out of this car. Or they're selling a car, whatever it is. So, um, thank you, John. So, do me a favor, John. If, if we're actually doing good here, because I said this to somebody recently, are we not doing a good job? Because it seems like Two years into doing this every week, I can't believe more folks in this industry don't know about what we're doing here, what we're talking about, and somebody goes, God, that's a good idea. Jay, uh, I have a question for you, there. Yeah. I have,
4: within the span of, let's just say, a year, a year and a half, me and my guys have, I want to say, called almost every single new car dealership, used car dealership within uh, within across the United States. I would say most of them say, I already have Central Dispatch. I want to say like 80% of that box says, I don't need you. I have AD, I, have already, I already have Central Dispatch. The other ones say that we transport calls locally. I already have a guy to do it. I don't need you guys. I've tried oh, okay. and I've barked up that tree. But Jay okay. also said some. sorry, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ty also said something else to me. He's like, you got to go in person. You got to shake the owner's hands and all that. That's what makes the difference. That's what makes the deal. And I yeah. totally agree with him.
0: Well, I like what we're talking about because now we're talking about business development. And that's what we talk about on Fridays on Cars on the Move. And I also say, openly, none of this is easy. My God. Which is why, if anybody who watches a Get Rich Quick video and falls for that crap, oh my God, why would you take, like, golden business advice from somebody standing on the side of the road walking a dog or something? That is freaking stupid. Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> You're just as bad as the customer that thinks they're going to get it moved for half the price. What are you thinking? I mean, right. my God. Okay. Having said that, uh, he's right. And I think part of the formula here is, and I mean, man, Joe, I would think that you now know how to present yourself. You've got a brand um, and, you know, you understand aspects of the industry My recommendation is start going to trade shows. What we're seeing is, like, we're going to a trade show at the end of March, and there's an exhibitor that is actually a broker, and we've never heard of them before. So I asked Ty, how did this broker, who I've never heard of before, and I know there's a lot of brokers, it doesn't matter that I don't know them, but where did they get the information to show up at a trade show with an exhibit booth? How did they figure that out? More people need to figure this out. Because until more people figure this out, you know who's at the trade show dropping trays of biscuits and all this stuff? Those industry thought leaders that are posting crap for 22 cents a mile. That's who's doing it. And I know. Because I've eaten their biscuits. (laughs) Okay? So, if you want to develop business, yeah, you need to... Yeah, you do. You need to go to places in person. and, And that... There'll be some failures there, but I think you'll learn some techniques. I actually walked into a dealership. Ty said, do it. You try it. I walked into a dealership, and I started talking about dispatching, and and it was weird, but I actually had an interesting conversation and learned a few things. I saw the inventory manager sitting at his desk with several screens. He's looking at ACV. He's looking at uh, Central Dispatch. He was looking at something else, and seeing that, was an eye-opener. Like, wow. And it gives you the opportunity. Okay. So, you have this here. But what are your problems? Because what we know for a fact is you have problems. When a dealer says, I got Central Dispatch. Cool. So what are your problems? If he says, Life is peachy, no problems. Fine. If you're going to lie to me, I guess I'm just going to leave. Because you're lying. There's no way life is peachy. It's impossible. This is auto transport. I mean, we got this. You know, this is auto transport. Life is not peachy. Okay, so we got to find out what each other's problems are. And that, again, is what these industry thought leaders are doing. They're sending in lines of executives. It looks like a football field. They got linemen executives, what's your problem, what do you need, what do you want for dinner, and they are finding out how to say the words that get them to sign on the dotted line. That's how. Now, I don't know how an owner-operator does this, and my God, if I just got out of some you know airport hotel seminar of how I'm going to get rich and ride the escalator to money, brokering loads and buying leads, my God, help me. I don't know where... I got this idea or what I was thinking. Luckily for you, Joe, you're a lot further along than that. But you know what I mean? And that's another thing. As as we're speaking right now, somebody else just believed from some dumb video that they're going to get rich being a broker, buying leads. It just happened.
4: That may have worked that may have worked in the past, Jay,
0: but unfortunately
4: it does not work anymore, you know, buying leads and you know, getting on central dispatch. And even that w- even maybe if that de- did work, that worked in a very slightly manner, you could say. And they probably closed down shop afterwards because they could do right. it.
0: Well that's it's funny and but nobody cares and nobody knows about the turnover. Here's one. This dealer actually posted this. I've grown so tired of dealing with transporters. Anyone recommend any brokers? Need brokers who work nationwide.
1: Does he not realize he's still going to work with transporters? <laughs> That's the <laughs> <laughs> right. <Brian? laughs> Jay, <laughs> back <two> now.
4: <laughs> Right, Jay. Going back to to um, like you know the shady the shady companies in the industry. Right. Yeah. I want to touch more bases with you on that. So we 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 discussed the problem. Um, is there anything else you would like to know about the problem before because I want to speak to you about a solution.
0: Great. Do it. Yeah, please. Oh god, All we're right. dying for a solution. Thank you, yeah. Joe.
4: Give it to us. I've, I've 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 had a couple, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people in this industry, like a lot of people who've been in the industry for 20 plus years. I spoke to a couple of lead providers, a couple of owners of CRM, different auto transport brokers who I trust as well. And, you know, a couple of them, you know, first one was, you know what, we create, um, uh, Jay, have you heard of Discord?
0: Yeah, actually, I have heard of Discord. Tell people what Discord is. Right, so Discord is like just, just basically like you call it maybe like a different type of WhatsApp,
4: but it's like an anonymous WhatsApp. Like you can make a username and there's like you make your own channels in there and then you can send out a link and everyone could join. The thing is with that, you know, um, a lot of everyone in this industry likes to keep the secrets within house. So, you know, a lot of people told me that's not going to work out. So what we want to do is to continue to, like, make one group chat, right? Carriers, brokers, all sorts, dispatchers, lead providers, all in one, all in one uh, group chat. And what they're going to do is, um, like, you know, when a company's being shady, they, we post it there. But unfortunately, I do not believe that's going to work, you know, because uh, a person might have a problem with one company and that might lead to something else, you know, when that company was being authentic and all that.
0: It'll just be, Uh, it'll be a bash fest and no one, you won't be able to tell anything from it. I'll tell you what, it's funny you say Discord, because I've actually been thinking about Discord for a while, but we're so Stone Age, who who in the heck is going to, in any meaningful way... And I say this is why I'm actually interested in the Central Dispatch ratings update because it'll tell us if Discord is even a possibility. We're going to learn something from this new CD ratings experiment. I to don't be know honest, what it you? is. Yeah.
4: Jay, to be honest with you, I don't think that I don't think those um, the new dis, uh, the new Central Dispatch is going to do anything. And this was the second thing I was going to get to with you. So I don't okay. think the Discord thing is going to work because most of the industry don't even know what Discord is. Exactly. So just, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So there, there was another person I spoke to, and he said around ten to twelve years ago, Central Dispatch had it in a way that if you wanted to post uh, a a load on the load board, you need to send a contract with that as well. Really? and
1: on, i've never heard of that yeah and I've this was a long time years. ago this was a long long time
4: ago i spoke to someone in the industry who's who's like honestly helped me out a lot
1: huh.
4: um and this is what he told me like i didn't see it for myself he said this is what they used to do and what happened was and he and he knew the owner of central dispatch they used to go to dinner together they were they were good they were great friends but unfortunately central dispatch got uh, bought up by cox Auto, uh, cox automotive cox huh. automotive does not care Again, they just care about the money and central dispatch, uh, unfortunately, very unfortunate owns the auto transport industry. They do, they control the auto transport industry. And I believe they're the only ones that can actually help this issue, but they don't care. They just, the only way that they are willing to kick off someone off central dispatch is if their credit cards get stopped charging, then they're yep. off. If it's anything yep. else, they don't care.
2: Yep.
4: They need to set something up in a way where they have three strikes, you know, or they do something or or should be or they should make it illegal for them to post a low a low uh, um, a low ball number and they destroy the load board as well on top of destroying the load board they destroy the comp- they destroy us they destroy the honest truthful companies they destroy the customers they they have problems with the carriers now they're getting sued right and left because they and then the carriers don't want to un- uh, unload the vehicles off the off the truck anymore because they're not getting they're not getting paid on what they agreed on so they these people are destroying this industry, and it's embarrassing because it's a car it's a vehicle shipping industry, and it should not be this cutthroat. I understand the diamond industry I understand the watch industry I even understand the cars industry but a vehicle shipping industry to be this cutthroat where, where we where we come to in life
0: well, that how, is what boggles my how, mind well <laughs> how does it how it's interesting you mentioned. Uh, Like the diamond industry and stuff, because that that is actually where we're 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 so we're so far in the in the in the bachelorette truck stop that we literally need to look at other industries and say, you know, like when you go, let's. I I was in the uh, diamond district in a big city, and I thought I would feel more. Like, I don't know, like I was being scammed or I I couldn't figure out, am I being scammed? Is this a good deal? Like, that's where we're at with auto transport. You don't, you you literally don't know where you stand, you know, what is happening? I mean, like,
4: listen, again, yeah, the thing is those things, you know, one of my buddies, one of my great buddies, you know, he's in the uh, money loaning industry and he tells me, you know, Uh, mothers are backdooring their sons, sons are backdooring their fathers, and that's totally understandable, you know? Because that whole entire industry started from the mafia business. I can understand why that's so cutthroat. But for this industry to be so cutthroat, that is still what boggles my mind and it's embarrassing and we need to fix it. It, it, it's giving a bad name to everyone. No, there's so many people out there who have dealt with the car industry one time in their life, and they hate it, and they will never transport a car in their general life. They have they they have scars from it. They, they and and they and they fear it. They fear something from it as well, that they don't want to get anything near of it, that they don't want to deal with another auto transport industry again. It's like PTSD in a way, and it's it's embarrassing, and we need to fix it. And I don't know exactly how to fix it central dispatch could fix it. But again, they're not about to do that because again, more, uh, that means less money in their pockets. All they're hearing, if we go to them and tell them that, yeah, we have, we have solutions in place to fix it. Oh, this is going to be kicking off a lot of people. This, that means we're going to be charging a lot of less cards, which equals a lot of less money in our pockets. No, thank you.
0: So here's what I want to do. Um, all right, Joe, I really appreciate your input today. And, um, I like the way you think, uh, I don't... Yeah. I, I, sh- I share your sentiment. I don't know what we do. But the fact that we're even... You know, it's it's like the... Uh, I don't know if it's the seven stages of grief or or rehab or what this is. But we're in the first phase. Awareness. You know, that there's a problem. Um, And we're actually, you know... We're live and we're talking about it. And this will be available on demand. And... I don't know, you know, I don't know if I really believe in movements. I don't I don't participate in marches because I think it's, it's a lot of people outside and, you know, nobody cares, right? Right. Um, so I don't know what we do, what can be done, I have no idea. But I do know this is that every time that I say you're not going to get rich by watching a guy walking his dog on the side of the highway, I'm finally saying it out loud. Because... Forever, nobody was saying how stupid those videos were. Those videos are so dumb. And as as they get further in the rear-view mirror, they look even dumber. And there's another guy. Now, there's always a new guy. Or gal, but it's usually a guy. There's, an, there's another guy that's resurfaced, and he's in freight trucking, and he's saying, now is the time, and believe in yourself, and all this crap, dude. My god. This is not about life coaching. It's a freaking business. Mm-hmm. So, I think what we need to do is keep talking about the numbers and and the reality. Like what you just said about contracts. Now that's interesting. If you like if if a if a POV customer knew that they weren't locked into a contract and they were probably being scammed, Man, that's a good show content idea. I'd like to see a guy standing on the side of a highway walking his dog talking about that topic. I mean, we're not going to because it's not going to go viral. Uh, but oh, what did John say? Is the transport that are doing it to you, to good... Well, and that's a, we're eating each other alive. Bad carriers are eating good carriers alive. Bad brokers are eating good brokers alive. Yeah. That is happening. It's amazing also, how bad it is. It's our transportation <laughs> dumpster fire. Is the perfect title. Perfect. Yeah. Joe. Jay,
4: there's also there's also um there's also lead broker lead provider brokers. I'm not sure if you heard of them. Um, but I'll explain to you what uh what they are. What they do is okay. they go to a lead provider. Um, they're they're very tech savvy. These people are very tech savvy. They know how to set everything up. It's not that difficult to set everything up. What they'll do is they'll go to a lead provider who sells uh, POV leads to a bunch of auto transport brokerages. Um, this person will go and be like, yeah, I'm an auto transport broker. I need 1,000 leads a week. This guy, let's just say he's buying a lead for $1.25. He's going to advertise that now he is an auto transport uh, lead provider as well. And he's going to start um, providing the leads at one fifty. so he's making $0.25 cents off each lead. So there's a couple of lead providers that do that as well just wanted to bring that to your attention.
0: Right. I got you. That makes sense. Well, it's like, so somebody's at the source, and then they sell part of the source to somebody else who says they're the source. And now you got all these people walking around saying they're the source, but it really was only one guy. Right. And that guy.
4: (laughs) And everybody's taking
0: a cut. And that's before it even gets to the broker.
4: Exactly. Jay, but here's another thing, right? Let's wow. just say this guy's in a group of nine, right? So the the person who is who's lying to everyone saying that he's the lead provider, he's buying the he's buying a lead from a lead provider who's already selling it to nine other companies as well. And then this guy is gonna sell it to six more companies as
0: well. <laughs> right. Well this is why. And they I don't know if they tell you this in day one of Get Rich Quick Brokering. Do they do, does anybody ever say this? To the get-rich-quick broker crowd? I don't know. I've never watched
1: the YouTube video.
0: <laughs> well, they don't tell you anything. I I don't know how you learn anything in these broker... I, I actually don't know. Because I don't know... Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. But, um... What you just said is fascinating. If I knew that day one... That the, the leads that I'd be buying... Might already be... Like, in 20 other people's hands... Why would I bother? What? Because well, I'm, I'm faster you, on the phone. Are you how they're
1: selling it to, or something? Isn't that what it is, though? So think,
0: what was that? Yeah,
1: I get a, I get emails from lead providers, and they say they're going to sell this to so many people. You can buy it. It's it's only sold to so this many people, and then if you can pay this price, if it's only sold to this many people, they give We're you. that
0: might also yeah. be a lie. Is that a lie? Yeah. yeah. That it depends <laughs> which company you're working
1: lie. with. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Or, or it's,
0: a, it, it's seven people that they know of,
4: right? right? I mean, again, again, like, listen, there's always truthful companies out there.
0: There's also shady companies out there. I know, but it's, it's, but if they sold the, if they sold a the lead to seven people, well, one of mm-hmm. those people could have sold it to ten more people. Exactly. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, exactly. it's, they're not lying, but it's not seven people, which is still enough. I mean, how, that's, and this is one of the things that I don't understand about somebody that goes for the get-rich-quick broker scheme. What makes you think that you just took this class that you're better on the phone than everybody else on the planet? What are we talking about?
4: That's, a, that's an issue they run into, so that leads them... To, to end up sk- to lowballing the customer because that's the only thing that they could do. Getting to the desperate to come with their.
0: There it exactly. is, and that's exactly what happens to the bad carriers. They get desperate and they say, "I'll do it for fifty bucks less." And then once the broker learns about that problem, they're always on the phone saying, "I've already got a carrier. Will you do it for fifty bucks less?"
1: Yep.
4: Right. Yeah they also do that. They, they want to negotiate with the carriers as well. Um, Jay, there's also, um, with, uh, I spoke to Ty yesterday as well. And okay. we we're talking about, he's like, you know, it, this industry yet, yeah, it is like, you know, it's not doing, uh, it's not performing as good right now, but here's the thing though. Right. We're also in slightly of an economic crisis. Thank you. I think, uh, thankfully to our lovely president, huh? Um, you, you know, there's a meme going around, um, uh, you know, if you want to impress a girl, it's not by buying a Lamborghini anymore. It's by going to the grocery market and buying out all the eggs. I'm not <laughs> sure if you've seen these. memes. This is what we're dealing with now. So, well, it's,
0: it's embarrassing. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'll, I want to say this. Okay. So I think the price of eggs is coming down and I don't believe any president makes all the trains run on time. Um. So I just, I'm just going to say that. And I will say but, this. I'm going to go. Let me, let me jump on the other side of that. When I heard that Biden was bragging about jobs numbers, stop. What? You got on Indeed and hired 150,000 people? Stop. Okay? Because the economy's coming back from COVID. Okay? (laughs) So unless you released COVID on the the global society, which would be great, um, and now you're reaping the benefits for COVID ending globally, well then, I don't know what we're talking about.
4: Also, um, due to COVID, there's been a lot of less carriers on the road. And a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people have become lazy. They're not, willing to do, they're not willing to be truck drivers anymore. So that leads to being a lot of less carriers on load. And that leads yep. to not, allowed, not well, enough loads moving.
0: Hey, and let's admit so, it. Who the heck wants to be on the road constantly monitored by all government and surveillance possibilities? You can't even take CBD oil. You're never going to be home. Nobody wants to pay you. Uh, everybody's reaching in your pocket at every turn. I mean, it, it, wow, that sounds pretty good. I, I could do that or Taco Bell. Boy, oh boy.
1: Hey, I. Now um, that's
0: awful. But it's John, not. It's not a cool job anymore.
1: John wants to know, uh, Joe, how do you come up with the the rate? How do you get? Your I rate? mean
4: there's like i mean like basically right now like we we do know like like depending on the season again it always fluctuates and all that we usually most of the time look at the load board if we don't know the prices already but my guys are good i trained them well and most of them like already know the prices off the bat basically during the routes it's just again the carriers we're dealing with we have a uh, thank thank god we have a, uh, a vast majority of carriers we do deal with in our network so, we know what they're bidding on. We call them to confirm. Are you going to be open this week? We know what their prices are. We're trying to get the lowest amount we can because, again, we're dealing with with shady people. We're dealing with scammers out there. And, again, even if we do knock off the price by $200 for these carriers, um, these guys are still lying to the customers and they believe they're being, and they believe that uh, they are beating us by six dollars to $800 per load. All but right, here's are, a question.
0: So will will new technology solve some of these problems and drive out some of these bad actors? Yeah, 100%. If central
4: dispatch takes a if central dispatch takes the right approach, they will it will what? drive it will lower the quantity of scammers in our
0: industry. Okay, so there are many companies working on digital solutions to connect carriers to shippers. Now, I don't know all the semantics of how exactly that works. I really don't. Because Let's say, again, let's go... Let's say you're a POV. Let's say you're a POV shipper. And you go on your phone. Don't you go to Google? How are you going to find out about this direct shipper-to-carrier app? Although, ChatGPT is here to change the SEO game. So, I, you know, I don't know. Well, you're saying they want
4: to cut out the brokers now fully?
0: Well, so there are... Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say it again because I think that, I want to say yes, but there are new technologies, yes, that will take out the carrier phone call scammy scam that ideally as a a shipper, even a first time shipper, I can go on my phone, find an app that'll find me a carrier and I never had to get scammy scammed with any phone calls or BS
4: well, most of the customers we deal with on a day-to-day basis, and most of the comp- most of the customers, I would say, the average uh, shipper company deals with, they know nothing about the industry, so they believe that they are talking to truck and, drivers. Themselves. And this
0: is the biggest problem. That is, to me, that is the heart of the problem. Even a dealer, even an auction, they think they're talking to an authority in auto transport, and this has become, I think, the giant problem is everybody says we're best in the universe how do i know that's not true right how does anybody know that you're not the best in the universe i mean by i said i reviews. was we're number one and if you go on google how many companies are number one I don't mean a bunch of them. Right, they're all number 1. They're five-star number 1 geniuses in the galaxy. And this is where again, I think the central dispatch rating is a step in the direction of saying you're not number 1 in the galaxy.
4: Right. But I, I mean, don't know if it'll fix what, it. is
0: different, what is it. what is the difference between the
4: rating that they're going to I'm like I'm not sure. No, I, I'm, I joined I the YouTube video a little late. Well, it's um, the shipper watching.
0: that needs to see... The shipper's the one that needs to see, oh, this guy shows up at midnight demanding another 100 bucks. That's who you're dealing with.
4: Right, but don't they already have a review system? What's going to change
0: between the review system they have right now and the other one? You and you're asking it's a totally really good different. question. I don't know. What is it well it's Sue, way
1: answer. different. Here's the problem with the new I mean it, there is good things about the new rating system because you're going to be able to rate them differently than what we used to, but the problem is this, they're not going to monitor any of this stuff. So you could get some crazy ratings on there where people are writing all kinds of crazy crap, right? And it may not even be true, but they're not going to do anything about it unless you're cussing in there or something like that. Isn't that what they basically said in that one that we uh, well, did? And
0: that time. brings us back to my yeah. what, my what one of my favorite arguments is, how do you launch a technology that's basically like a robot broker, but right. you aren't a broker? You don't need a license. You don't have anything to do with it. Right. I don't get it. Yeah. Now, I know I mean, people I... can... Yeah, take it. Joe, do, do you understand what I said? Do you see right, that? Yeah. I get that, but don't don't they need the proper licensing? Isn't it legal okay. for like a... There you go. Has anybody... I don't even know if we can... I think it might not... You. I don't think you can ask this question, but I'm going to do it anyways. Dear Central Dispatch, are you a broker? Do you need a broker's license to be Central Dispatch? Does anybody know?
4: I mean, back in the day, back in the day, um, I don't believe... Okay, so... Dealerships are are allowed uh, allowed to be on Central Dispatch, but they're not allowed to make a profit
0: on Ah. the load. Okay, but dealers are allowed to post vehicles for transport without a broker's license, correct? I believe so. Okay, so dealers have a loophole because they're taking possession of the vehicle. I think that's the thing.
1: Well, but you can, import exporters don't have a broker's license either. Okay, and, they I'm with,
0: and they don't need one legally? Per this. Okay. No. But, but Central Dispatch doesn't own here. any of the freight it's arranging for shipment of.
2: Right.
0: Now, they're not taking payment, but right. I mean, it is a marketplace. So you don't need a broker's license if you're a marketplace where loads are posted and transacted. And I have no dog in this fight. Man, I don't care. But I'm asking the question because I think it's a good question. Right. I mean, you don't... Uh, I don't know. The thing is,
4: I don't think you're allowed to... Because to sh-
0: um. can a store sell whatever they want and nobody from the government walks in and goes, yeah, no, you're good. I mean... Just, no, of course, there's regulations. Of course. Okay, so there's but no. Not regulated. Yeah. Okay, but is there no regulations on Central Dispatch? Because I go back to my wrestling pictures. Can you do whatever you want? I mean, what? Why can you do whatever you want on Central Dispatch? Why? Because people, everybody does do whatever they want. Why are they able to do that? Because they build their uh,
4: system up in a way that they can do that, that everything is almost automated. Um, they just have to you know, speak to their uh, dev team to make sure there's no bugs. Everything is running correctly. And again, they don't care.
0: They don't care if you're a scammer. They don't Why care does... if you
4: started yesterday. They All just right. want to charge your subscription every single month.
0: Yeah, I won't argue with that. Why does eBay care? Doesn't, or I should ask, does eBay care? Does yes, Amazon care? I would say eBay cares a lot more than they used to in the past. Right. Now like well,
4: if you Yeah. if you screw up with eBay one time, you are banned and they ban your IP address.
0: There like, we well, go. So yep, why right. does eBay care but we don't? I mean because are, okay, I'll explain Are to, they I'll Christian? To you, right? I mean, right? Are they is are they like are they is eBay owned by the Hobby Lobby group and they're Christian and they they believe in people? What's the difference? I'll explain it to you. I'll explain it okay. to
4: you, right? Amazon, okay, so eBay started before Amazon, right? They saw that Amazon overtook them. They did. Then they are skyrocketed through. Now, for the only way for eBay to exist, right, is for them to become a, a lot less scammy. There was a lot of scams happening on eBay. And they're like, if we don't crack down on this, we're going to fully go out of business, So again, Central Dispatch has gotten very comfortable at being at the top, that they don't care. We could do, this is their motto, we can do whatever we want, and you guys either shut up and listen or get off. Get off our load board.
0: Alright, so how long is that going to work? Because I've been asking that too, that's where load board news comes in. I mean, Central Dispatch is still, what's the volume, Sue? 37,000 current loads?
1: yeah about think, 37 and changes well. all right
0: so, and what's the second highest load board 10 percent of that um, i think like super dispatch maybe yeah, yeah super, super dispatch, dispatch was
1: next because i think we looked it up last week it was like 3900 right
0: so um, how long until any load board truly competes with the volume of central dispatch the, well,
4: um, honest honestly the other load boards they they need to put someone in charge that is very aggressive and here's the thing, though. They're so comfortable with working with Central Dispatch. You know, most of these, most of these carriers, they, they don't understand English. They don't. So they're very comfortable with it. They got, they're already used to the system. I like what I like, right? And they see that I'm not, there's no reason for me to hop onto another uh, load board. There's more, than, there's more than enough here. Now, I don't know what an approach another load board has to take to get a, a, a bajillion and one other carriers to sign up with them and to come to us, come to us, come to us. Because when they went, when, <clears throat> when uh, Central Dispatch starts feeling a little uh, a little nervous, when they start getting a little nervous, and a little sweaty, that's when everything's going to change. That's when they're going to start taking motive. All right, how do we stay number one now? They don't, They're very comfortable being number one.
0: I like the same thing happened with Coca Cola and Pepsi. Well, it's funny you say because I always thought the J Tracker incident is is mm-hmm. is so bizarre. Oh yeah, what's, they also own a. What's the um, J Tracker incident, Joe? I mean, I'm just throwing uh, you into the wolves. But what am I talking about?
4: Right. So what happened was, um, so J-Tracker, uh, Central Dispatch owned J-Tracker. It was their personally owned CRM. I used to be on that because what other CRM to work with than the, the only load board I'm working with. Right. I've worked with plenty of load boards. None of them hit except Central Dispatch. And what happened was that they decided to switch it. Um, I forgot what was the name of the new CRM they're working with. What's the name, Jay? Bats. 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 Yeah. And that's one of those owners. Way, Joe own and I, and I haven't even brokerage. spoken
0: about this and we have the exact same information. Okay.
4: Yeah. And they also own an auto transport brokerage. So like, huh, let's look, let's look at which, which competition is bringing in the most money. Cause now they have access to it as well. Right. They see, okay. How's this company? Right. getting their leads from? They see the sources as well. Cause it shows on the, on your, on your CRM portal, it shows you, oh, source from this lead provider oh, this company's bringing in the most money, how are they doing it? They're doing it through dealerships. They see the numbers better than anyone else does. So now they're going to use those advantages in their own company.
0: And that unfortunately leads... Well, and um, a, this a is a... I've heard this complaint that the load boards are looking at the data of the brokerages to do what? Then get that client as their own customer? I don't know. But this is a concern. And I think this actually leads to the fragmentation of mobile apps. Because now that nobody trusts each other, everybody wants to be using their own mobile app so that they can control the data.
4: Right. I mean, like, listen, like, listen, if I was the owner of, a, if I was the owner of BATS, I'd be doing the same thing, okay? I own an all-transport brokerage. I'm also, a, I'm also a CRM provider to many of my competition as well. Let me see which one of my competitions are doing better than me because I see their numbers. I see how many deals they're closing, and I can also see where they're getting their information from. So it's the best company closing dealerships the most. Which, which, okay. And now I have the information to those companies as well. Everything I need to know about that company, I have it. Pickup, uh, pickup date, uh, pickup origins, destination. What? How many vehicles are they moving? What is the ch- well, how much are they getting? How much are we? Ch- how much is that company charging them? I have their phone number as well. I'm gonna call them now. Now I see everything. I see this company that's moving dealerships. I see everything. I have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch all over their client base to mine. And I'll provide with these rates.
0: So uh, we're going to finish with one more news item and then we're going to wrap this up. But this is incredible. If you thought you were insulated from all this crap because you haul for OEMs, guess what? GM is buying 400 trucks to transport its cars to dealers faster because they are sick and tired of working with third-party logistics and auto transport business providers. There you go. So nobody's safe. So if you're a super trucker and you're on Facebook and you think you got this thing, guess what? GM just said, nope, you're not safe either.
4: very unfortunate the thing is though they have to the gm general Motors is gonna have to invest a lot of money to keep this up and
0: running you know trucks are totally expen- uh, expenses that, of their own okay which okay, is we'll bail them out again okay there you go exactly yep exactly <laughs> we'll just get yep we'll bail <laughs> them the out right you're too big to fail your gm yeah okay so check this out but here's the thing once they get st- it's kind of like it's kinda of like when you when you like hire more police officers. Well, how are you ever gonna downsize? It's go oh, let's go with military. Yeah. Stick away from the bad bad idea, Jay. Let's go with military. Jay's idea on this, take two. Okay. The US sets up military bases in other countries. Well, once that military base gets set up, what are the chances it's gonna get shut down? Not good. That's why we have, like, four kajillion military bases around the world. Same thing here. Once they get in, once they start buying assets, training people, and all this stuff, you think they're going to stop? No. Carvana's in auto transport now. CarMax is in auto transport now. You think they're just going to get out? No. So, there's now a new auto transport business on the block And it's called GM. Welcome to the party. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be any of the awesome stuff that was mentioned on the top floors of this building at whatever point in time they thought about Luckily, nobody at the top is going to have to be behind the wheel. But we know how this is going to go. It is not going to be pretty. But why are they doing it? You mean they couldn't find, in all the kajillions of super truckers on Facebook, they couldn't find reliable auto transport? Why? Because too busy duck hunting? I mean, what is going on? What happened to us? I feel like
4: they got sc- I feel like they got screwed over too many times, and they're like, that's it. You know what happens with the POV customers? You know they just have PTSD. That's it. Like we, like we like they are corporate, you know, corporate can't be messing up. They're not a shed, like, you know, in a third world country, you know, so we have to make sure when we promise a client his car by this date, he's got to make sure he gets it by this date, you know, because like, you know, when you're dealing with, you're dealing with BMW, you're dealing with corporate, they have a name, they have a status to, to hold. And when you're dealing with a third party, you know, auto transporters, it leads into like ruining their name and they don't like that. So they they took an, they're taking an approach to do it themselves. But this is the first time I'm hearing about this. The GMs buying the 400 trucks. Uh,
0: it's br- it's brand new news. Well, I think it shows many things. What number one, everybody thinks they can do it better. Um, and number two, yeah, well, there you go, Daryl. Then there's unions, which you can't win. When you t- when you when you're pro union, you can't win. And when you're anti union, the union rolls over you. You really can't win. I know. And without unions, everybody, you know, it'll be slave labor city. So, you know, because capitalism works the best. And then I just said that, and now I'm getting kicked out of the country. I don't know what you do, but this is nuts. This is nutty information, and it's real. And by the way, I just read today that GM is now, they're going to have a exclusive contract with their own microchip provider. Um... So it's almost like, yeah. So now the OEMs and the OEMs have already gone after the dealers. They want to be they want to do an agency model where dealers are just places where vehicles sit and they act as sales agents and they don't do anything else. OEMs want to be the silos, funny, cuz it's shaped like a silo. OEMs want to be the silos, the kings and just tell everybody else what to do. Oh, and by the way, everything's going to be EV. Right. Good times. So,
4: Jay, let me ask you this.
0: Yeah. Do you have any approach
4: that you believe can help scrub out this, like the shady scam companies, the ones we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis? I'm
0: going to pass. Sue. Yes, sorry. Hold
1: on. I was answering a question in here. Say
0: that again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ask it again, Joe, please. Do you,
1: thank
4: do you guys-
0: I think this is a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah.
4: Do you guys have any solutions on how we can take an approach to like scrub out and make those, and to scrub out the the scammy companies and make them go out of business or
1: not, not really. to deal I mean, with them? I mean, honestly, this has been going on since the beginning of time. I mean, this has always been happening, and it it's probably gotten worse over the last what four or five it, years. It has.
4: It has. I would say 80, 80 to ninety percent of, uh, of the car the shippers are doing this. It has well, grown. Then-
1: but think think of this though it's not just them do you know how many transporters list cars on here i mean i will tell you sometimes 40 percent of the loads on here are transporters listing cars that's how bad that is so they're doing the povs and they're taking our the the customers from the brokers as well because central lets them list the cars i have gone over this with them repeatedly for the last how many years jay that and transporters should not be allowed to list cars. They're not a freaking broker. They do not have a bond I've tried to explain this to them. Then they you know what they told me. I've got an email that says exactly this They're not allowed to list the cars on central. Not true. I send them to them every single day pictures of transporters listing cars
4: What do you mean by, what do you mean by transporters carriers
1: actually? Yeah carriers that list cars on central dispatch on a regular basis
4: How do they get those clients?
1: Well, that that's just it. Are they stealing them from you guys? The brokers? Or whoever they just dropped their last car off of? You don't know how many times I get this. You guys did such a great job. Here, next time, I will call you for to dispatch this car to you or you guys do this. This happens all the time. So then they go and they list it on Central. Because Central allows transporters to list cars, even though they say they don't.
4: Right. I mean, We've been scammed
1: can. thousands of dollars by transporters doing this and not paying. Um, Honestly, they've literally taken United Road loads mm-hmm. that they had for themselves and listed them on Central Dispatch. And we called United so, Road about mm-hmm. it. So, again,
4: so again, this all leads back, again, to Central Dispatch. It always does. Yes. There needs to be another load board out there that makes Central Dispatch get get, get nervous, get a little sweaty. Then they're going to take the right approach. They're like, all right, they're going to take the same approach eBay did. eBay is doing very well, actually, by the way, because of the approach they've taken. They actually have. They used to be all full of scams and all that, but now if you screw up once with them, if you mess up one time with them, or you get or uh, or, 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 or a buyer reports you on eBay, your your uh, not even your account is banned, your IP address is banned, and you know I have uh, one of my buddies in the e-commerce, and he's been like tell me about this. If you screw up once with eBay, they're like worse than Amazon. You know, you can mess up with Amazon a couple of times and they'll forgive you. They'll pardon you. But Amazon's also almost the same way. They will ban you. They will ban your social security number. They will ban your IP address as well. And central dispatches that take the same approach.
1: Yes, um, I totally agree with you. However, they're not.
0: I'm, they're not. Right. So I'm going to show you. You just made me think of. So when I, <laughs> uh, this, this one's for Ty. Sam Bankman Freed, when Sam Bankman Freed got kind of totally busted, there was this moment with uh, Maxine Waters where she had this really weird look on her face, like my guess is, I'm speculating live, that she knew about the scam before everybody else. So let's let's, let's translate this to what we're talking about right now. It would appear that somebody knows all about the scam already and is hoping it doesn't come out. Because if it comes out that somebody already knew that there was a lot of scamming going on, it could cause a problem and change in the business model. That could be where we are. And it could be in an attempt to divert, nothing to see here, we have a new system we've updated and it's awesome. It's a guess, but every all roads lead back to central dispatch.
1: True.
4: Yeah. And it's very unfortunate. And again, we just need we just need another load board to step up, be the be the runner up and take them get them by the throat and be like yo we're upping our business we're getting a thousand plus carriers on our load board a day if you guys don't do something we're gonna take your spot and then hopefully that'll get the ball to
0: start rolling this is where like we make the joke about like the peasants continue to gather around the wall and there's somebody at the top of the wall going nah we're good it's not that many
1: there's so many people have tried to take out Central Dispatch, it has
0: not <laughs> happened yet. But if the day were to come Yeah Hey wait No, there's a lot more now. Oh man. They're over that there sucks, too.
1: It's a monopoly, unfortunately. What
0: are we what are we gonna Whoa. Have you seen over on this side? Holy mackerel. So I mean his- I feel like someone needs to take
4: the approach to Boycott Central Dispatch. Only <laughs> to, only
0: and by the way, right I now. am not proposing that. We are a channel hosting a conversation. But, right. I mean, my gosh. And if we stay this fragmented as we are, fighting on Facebook about ramps and whatever, I mean, I, don't, I can't believe it's 2023. And here's what I really can't believe. I can't believe no association... Is trying to talk to other associations or groups or weird podcasters in any meaningful way to try and it's nuts, man. I can't believe we're still doing this. Yeah. This listen, this leads listen, this leads back to my this leads back to
4: what I was saying, right? How embarrassing it is that that this industry is so cutthroat.
0: It is embarrassing. That is embarrassing.
4: this industry is pretty boring you know that's why you don't see like a lot of people talking about it it's not like the nfts the bitcoins this that you know it's it's a boring company it's a boring industry so for for a boring company to be this cutthroat you know that is what's like still boggles my mind and we have and we have to figure out a way to like to like to beat it or you know no no, everyone's gonna get hurt scammers not listen at the end of the day it just continues to happen scammers will go out of business lead providers will go out of business Authentic companies will go out of business. Carriers will go out of wow. business, and I, like I don't know what to do at that point. Well,
0: it's funny you say because I, it, whenever I talk to a shipper, I mean it's rare, but if someone says, you know, hey, what do you think? I was thinking about shipping my car from here. I'm like, can you just drive it? Because oh yeah, right. See if right. you can drive it. Uh, do you have a cousin that you know has a few days? Throw him a few hundred bucks to have your cousin drive it. I don't. You know what I mean? And that's a POV. I'm not talking about dealers. Although, this is what's interesting. And this is where the GM story comes in. And dealers are doing it too. Everybody's like, you know what? Forget everybody else. We're just going to do this internally. That's what everybody's... Everybody arrives at the same conclusion. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I'm not farming this, this out. This isn't working. Which is interesting right. because, you know, this should be a legitimate functioning service unfortunately it's not it's not yeah unfortunately i mean and 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 here's the thing here's what's important here's the takeaway there are carriers that are working to move vehicles and they're hard working and they're trying to run a business and Mm -hmm. so to hear this is like really depressing The reason we're sharing this depressing information because this is the reality of eating off the load board. Now, I'm not saying you can't continue to do it, but this is the nature of how bad it is. So if there are other ways to build your running lane, look into them. Right. And if you haven't started yet, Think about what we're saying. We're not just, you know, yeah, but honey, we're, we're, we're going to be great. We don't need, you know, I hear them, guys. <laughs> we're we're honest, totally got this. My word of advice is I don't I don't believe anyone should hop into this business. I don't know why anybody does. I say it constantly. I can't believe it. And thank you, guy with your dog on the side of the highway. Because somebody else just got convinced they're going to make a million dollars with their truck awesome dude awesome awesome okay um hey man joe thank you so much for joining us that was really really interesting it was fun too
4: thank you so much for having me i really appreciate you guys thank you 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 guys are doing god's work thank you so much for everything thank you very much shout out to ty as well god bless him uh i hope to be on soon and i hope you know next time we're on there is some progress on our in the midst of our work in the in our war that we're dealing with.
0: Well, keep us posted and send in send it in send it in to autotransportintel at gmail.com. Send in your comments. Send in those crappy rates. Send yeah. in the marketing material. I want to read it. I want to understand. Send it right. in autotransportintel gmail dot com. Thank you so much, Joe.
4: Thank Thank you guys.
0: Take care now. All right. Bye. All right you too. All right. Thanks. See you. All right. So, well, that was interesting. You know, we had a, we were doing a show. I think it was a Tuesday night show, and we had a, uh, I think it was a carrier. And I mean, took the call. One hour goes by. That's what just happened. But it was really a fascinating hour. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what community and contribution is all about. Here's what I want to say too. In freight, there is a uh, like a freight legal advisor lady that she created a she's got this like share your crap uh website and she's trying to do that too she's trying to like expose bad actors in freight
2: yeah
0: um but i mean my gosh you know what how, how did after 10 years of that how did it go did it help did it do anything because yeah. i think we did identify it's fine you can have a, a you can have like a bulletin board of crappy people but it isn't going to really change anything in the marketplace is it
1: no because it, especially if we're talking povs too because they're not going to see that you know what i mean
0: exactly exactly what new shipper is going to see all the crap in the updated ratings yeah none, right none, none. like yeah. literally none and no. aren't those the people that need to see it the most?
1: Yes, I think they are. Because they are. dealerships and stuff like that have the background. They know what they're supposed to look for. They know, you know, that kind of thing. But the average person when they call to get a quote, they do not understand anything. You have to explain to them, you know, cause they always ask, do you have insurance? Yes, we have insurance, but you still have to have your own insurance on your own car, you know, and and you can't put things in your car. You can't do this. You can't, you know, and this is what they're gonna do. They're gonna give you a bill of lading. They're gonna inspect your car. They're gonna do it a pickup and delivery. None of that is explained to them. They are like no clue unless they've had this happen before. And usually when I get the call that they've had it happen before, something bad has happened. And they're just wanting to be comforted <laughs> that it's not going to happen well, again.
0: Hey, and DDD asked a good question. Why is no one making claims on bonds if all the scamming is going on?
1: Well, you, what do you mean by that? Because bonds are only on the brokers and the only scam... Like, if you
0: get scammed by... If a carrier scams another carrier by brokering a load, there is no recourse.
1: No, there is no recourse.
0: Yeah, there's nothing and you can if do.
1: A broker were to scam... A transporter, yes, you go against a broker bond. But how does that go? Yeah, well that it depends. I mean I've had companies go out of business and we just got a little bit of a piece of the pie of what we were owed because there were so many claims out there.
0: Can't you just change the name of your business after a year and then you yep. just do right? Yep. So that's the thing is again the, the I think what we're this is getting this is getting a little bit ugly and I think the pitchforks are starting to gather because it always comes back to the marketplace. And this is why I think in the long run if a technology can be built to connect shippers to carriers, right now the shippers are getting the crappy carrier reviews. Right. Yeah, me too, John. Yeah, My head hurts too. <laughs> but but I think that's what it, it, I think. It, I think the answer is really coming back to the marketplace. So until the marketplace changes, nothing really changes. Right. I agree. Yeah, and that's why the the eBay conversation is fascinating. Because who who scams on eBay? Well, I, I mean... Like, I don't I know the answer, dollars, but I, yeah. I don't think it goes very well.
1: No, I you get your money back. I've always gotten my money back when something yeah. didn't arrive or if something wasn't what it was supposed to be, you send it back, you get your money back. Um,
0: Can we just, introduce somebody from eBay over to the mail slot?
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs>
0: They're like... (laughs) It's like Aldi and Trader Joe's. I think those guys are cousins or brothers. Did you know that? Uh Uh-uh. No. Yeah, so Aldi, low-cost, decent-quality groceries, Uh but limited selection. Right. And then Trader Joe's, all kinds of interesting import, higher quality, higher price. I think they're brothers. Oh, really? What if we came to find out that eBay and mail slot were like brothers <laughs> and they sit around at thanksgiving and they're like you know your tech sucks yeah you scam people yeah and you scam people and he's cutting his chicken you, well you're the <laughs> don't tell me i'm a scammer i'm a i'm gonna scam you you scam scam <laughs> and then mom comes in with another plate of turkey like boys okay that got weird um, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the live today's live show. This was very very interesting. I was hoping it would be a great show. Are we all going to be canceled because of our comments probably. But you know, thanks for playing. No, Vance, you forget. Nobody cares. Nobody watches this. Get back to work. You silly
1: Go find those
0: non-existent
1: loads,
0: Vance. Vance, just kids. He's just such a kidder. Um, Thanks a lot, John. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. What do we say, Office?
1: What do we say, everybody?
0: Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, Sue. All right, thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate it. Please do be sure to join us again every Thursday, Dispatching Live. Boy, you sure never know what you're going to get. And also tomorrow, we got special guests on Cars on the Move. Bill and Ben of Buy Here, Pay Here of NIADA. You are going to want to tune in and learn more of what they're talking about. Because if you've had enough of this crap, it's time to tune in for Cars on the Move. Thanks a lot, everybody. Stay safe, stay warm, and we'll see you soon. Peace out. See you, everybody. Thanks.